Hashtag SAFMBTH. We're in conversation next with Ethel Trollope, former mayor of Nelson Mandela Bay Metro and the provincial chairman of Action SA in the Eastern Cape. So yesterday we spoke to Sam Gelongwenya um, from Buffalo City Metro about the state of the finances of the metro, given its current uh, precarious financial state. So today we are joined by the former mayor of the Nelson Mandela Bay municipality, Ethel Trollope, who, when he was in charge of the metro, introduced measures that were aimed at fostering accountability and transparency against corruption and fraud. And this, as we try to highlight some of the similarities and differences between these two municipalities in terms of how they are governed. Ethel, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. Good evening. Uh, good afternoon, Aldrin. Thanks very much for the opportunity to talk to you and to your listeners. Yeah, really appreciate your time. So yesterday, when we were focusing on the Buffalo City Metro and how its um, how its bill, this is now the overtime bill, has skyrocketed to thirty five upon four million rand. One of our listeners pointed out that actually, when you joined um, the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro and became mayor at the metro, these were some of the problems that you also found there so we want to get some insights from you as well what was your experience like what did you find Aldrin thanks very much uh, absolutely I can confirm that uh, overtime is one of the ways of uh, committing fraud and uh, corruption in local authorities I can uh, assuredly say that from my own personal experience as being a mayor but I can also say that in the last 18 or 19 months that I've been with Action SA, I've been traveling the length and breadth of this province, and I encounter the same problem in municipalities like Makana uh, or Makanda, Grahamstown, um, Chris Harney, Oliver Tambo, um, KSD, Buffalo City, everywhere. It is absolutely rampant, and let me explain to you how it works. So some of the notorious departments are, for example, the Department of Refuse Removal, and what you have happening there is um, malicious sabotage of vehicles. So vehicle tires are burst or they um, are loosened, the nuts are loosened, so the wheel comes off and then the vehicle uh, can't operate, the municipal vehicle can't operate, so then they have to go out to tender or get other vehicles from the um, private sector to come in to do the refuse removal. And that takes a couple of days for that contract to kick in, and then the workers work on weekends, or they work overtime. So it's a very subtle way of manipulating the system where you don't work and do your normal job during work hours. So you get paid for doing nothing during normal working hours, and then you do your normal work outside of normal hours, and you get paid overtime. So it's a very subtle abuse. Uh, I experienced it in Nelson Mandela Bay with uh, water, for example where you'd have uh, workers from the infrastructure and engineering department working on a manhole, and it's very difficult to ascertain whether the people are doing something constructive or whether they're Mm. sabotaging, because you don't know whether they're turning a valve on or off. And what would happen is they would turn the valves off on uh, on a Friday, sometime during the day, and of course communities uh, would be without water on the weekend. Then they'd have to go out on weekends to... um, fix the water problem, but it was actually not a problem. It was a problem by their own design that they would go out and then open the valves on a Saturday or a Sunday. And some weekends it wouldn't happen. And on a Monday, we discovered that the reason why there was no water was because the valves had been turned off. And, you know, the man in the street doesn't have access to those valves. They don't yeah. have the necessary equipment to open and close it. So it's a systematic abuse 
right across local government where people who work in the parks department or cleaning department, they arrive for work on a Monday morning, they clock in with their biometric system that they're at work, so they have to be paid, but because there's no vehicle to take them to work or there's no management oversight to make sure they're working, nothing gets cleaned and therefore they have to clean things on weekends. So the real problem lies with management, Eldon. That's the, you know, you can fix those issues quickly overnight if you hold management to account or if you start firing people in management positions. It sounds like um, it's an integrity issue as well, because once you're employed, you're employed on the basis of a trust relationship that you'd have between employer and employee, that I trust that you will do the work that I've employed you to do, and the employee then trusts that you will pay me um, as the employer for the work that I have done. Where does this relationship then break down? Well, I think you've hit the nail on the head. It's certainly an integrity issue, and it's an ethical issue. Mm. And, you know, uh, the civil service is called that. It's civil service. It's a service. It's a job you do to civil society to make things work. And I think people have lost track of that. People just regard it as a job that they can abuse. And, uh, unfortunately, abuse has become commonplace. And I said just now that I believe the, the resolution to that issue is at management level. You can't really hold workers to account, even though they might have been obstructive or even sabotaging their work so that they could do it after hours. It's up to the managers to manage. It does not happen like that in in the private sector. So so does it mean that the managers are also in in on it? It means absolutely that the managers are in on it, either by uh, negligence or by design, and I believe it's both. because there are kickbacks that are paid to the managers and obviously there are kickbacks that are always paid to the private sector service provider that comes in on weekends to pick up the pieces from municipal services that aren't being rendered during the week or after hours. Those subcontractors that are going to getting those jobs are paying handsome kickbacks to the managers. How do we fix it? It, it, it starts at the top, actually. You've got to take tough decisions at the top. It requires ethical leadership and people that have the courage of their convictions to say, no, this is not our money, it's public money, and you can't behave like that. And as I said, it requires the firing of people at middle and senior management. It's the only way it'll stop. If, if your department is responsible for that kind of behavior, you need to be put on terms and fired if it continues. It's as simple as that. Ethel Trollope, thank you so much for your time. Um, That is the former mayor of the Nelson Mandela Bay um, Metro and also now chairperson, of course, of Action SA in the Eastern Cape. And just listening to him right now and how um, there is this sabotage that happens during the week uh, to to push work to over the weekend. I remember a couple of years ago, maybe a year or two ago, actually, um, I spoke to a colleague um, about what's happening at ESCOM, um, and uh, one of my friends was actually indicating that what also happens is that the service providers um, who are supposed to fix the boilers, fix the conveyance belts and so forth, would push the work to over the weekend so that they can claim overtime. So they don't do it during the week, they do, they, they do it over time. I don't know how they do it in the private sector to monitor if you are getting value for money. If there's anyone in the private sector perhaps um, who's part of HR somewhere, um, how do you determine whether the money that you have paid to an individual um, actually gives you the value for money? This is how much I pay your, your salary. 
Do I get value for money? Is there an adherence to the contract that we have signed, a mutual agreement as well, but also ensuring um, that you live up to the contractual agreement as well and not trying to siphon money out of the coffers of these entities because essentially that's what's happening.